we're already live. <laughs> and that, and that's Every episode <laughs> is always the first soundbite. And it's always a soundbite of me being like, are we live? Yes. <laughs> we're always live. We, we, we take behind the scenes literally. So right. welcome, everybody, to episode 013, the Steve Nash episode. Shadi's looking at me. He's totally Steve confused. Nash? What? Steve is Nash number? Yeah, gonna, yeah. For, Steve it. Nash went to my high school. I should know this. You should know that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> as join with me, Sam, here as always. My words are all jumbled up now. I have here Shade. Hi, everyone. Hello. And we have a guest here. Want to yes. introduce the guest? We've got my good friend Dan Berger on the show here today. Uh, Dan is going to talk to us about everything VR, AR. Dan's got a really everything, everything. Everything. He knows everything. He's got a super impressive <laughs> career in the tech industry and specifically in the VRAR space. Um, has been the president so, so, of the VRAR so, Association. So while like you guys are listening to us ramble, have a second screen open and yeah. then just look him up on LinkedIn. Yeah, just look him up on LinkedIn. He's got so much. Even us before the show, we're just <laughs> like, okay, we need to know what Dan, Dan did. This, I don't Dan sleep. I don't sleep. No, uh, they call me the man with the uh, many hats. And he, and, <laughs> and he does that thing where, and this is true of a lot of Vancouverites, not just you, but he does that thing where you can build, like, you can have 10 years of experience in five years if you just do, like, five things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. It's yeah. Weird. And there's like 10 years like i don't know facebook experience like facebook's been only around for 10 years and it's like yeah. okay mm. <laughs> i was just scrolling down on linkedin like wow oh wow okay wow don't just scroll good. too low <laughs> 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 hey, we all so anyway. so i mean like to get back on board like dan's obviously had a very impressive career in tech um mm -hmm. a lot of experience in vr ar um MR doesn't get enough love in that. We need to add more to the name, maybe. There's too many acronyms. Too many. Uh, you <laughs> know, there's XR, there's uh, Star R. Uh, there's way too many R's. What's well, Star so R? Star R. Uh, I, I heard that <laughs> term being coined, and I think a lot of the film guys are using that. Oh, okay. like, no. <laughs> we're we're going to call it VR AR. <laughs> we're going to go like, through all the R's so yeah. everybody <laughs> feels represented. Um, but you are the president of the Vancouver VR ARA. A for almost two and a half years now. So we'll definitely go a little bit into that. Okay. But with our show as always, because we are a Vancouver show, we, there's a couple things that we have to talk about and we always start with the weather. So what's your yes. weather report? Yes, weather like? forecast for the upcoming days is rain. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> rain for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's rain with a really high chance of rain. <laughs> <laughs> so probably rain yeah this is gonna be we There's can just a, yeah we can just clip this what you exactly what you said we can just use it again for the next five <laughs> yeah. episodes there's a lot of rain guys there's a rain jacket brand called rains go out and buy yourself one plug <laughs> shout out to rain. rains <laughs> like, and today if you go today only today exclusively on this podcast you will probably get a discount because it's black friday yeah, not because of us. Not because of us. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's your, fo fo yeah, your that, forecast. Yeah, you got a discount. You got a weather forecast. Um, because this show is called Lunch Academy, we always want to bring our guests and introduce them to some foods. Mm -hmm. So with you being nice. the infamous Dan Berger, Shade and I have thought, well, what, what would be appropriate? There's nothing more appropriate. So uh, I'm going to go grab. We got you some burgers. Oh. Yep. We figured you would be a master, so we got two different kinds, and oh my God. we'll let you taste this is amazing. it. This is the best podcast already. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> I went to pick up these burgers, and I was telling the guy what it was for, and he was like, oh, it's going to take a little while, and I'm like, no worries, I've got to go pick up another burger, and he's like, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I was like, I'm just a, just burger runs. <laughs> <laughs> Not your first time there, eh? <laughs> No. Oh, this one came with complimentary fries. Yeah, so he threw in complimentary fries because I told him it was for a podcast. So I'm going right. to cut this in half, and then you can have So half. we're not going to tell you where the burgers are from, but we do okay. want you to try both burgers. Great. Um, mm -hmm. Shade picked one, and I picked one. And we've been kind of going back and forth in the office because we, we don't do any actual, you know, work. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Ray. Yeah, hopefully Ray's not watching this. Um, but, but we've been debating, like, which one – would be better so we need you today to kind of give us either we we did a scale of one to three to cut this um half, she's, she's trying to just like make it all clean and pretend like we're pretentious eaters yeah. um but three means you'd recommend it highly recommended two means it's okay it's, yeah. it's all right and then one is definitely like just stay away it's super simple okay. we're not gonna make it too complicated it doesn't yelp here burger. 
Yeah, yeah you just give him the whole burger. <laughs> I thought that was the plan anyway. Eat this half. I sort of okay. cut it. Watch, watch Dan eat yeah. two burgers on the show. <laughs> that's the show. Just take a bite. And then take a bite, bite of the other one and tell us which one you like best. I'll fly that over there. <laughs> the burger master. <laughs> Has anyone ever called you that before? I am what I eat, right? <laughs> That one, or are you good? Yeah, you I'll try cut and cut it that now. one. I hope right. you don't mind my fingers all over this food. This <laughs> we do wash our hands. Speak for <laughs> not, yourself. No, not, not. I mean, not, not before the show. I just mean <laughs> the general statement. <laughs> Dad's yeah. never coming on our show yeah. again. <laughs> this is a rough start. <laughs> all right, so, so that one's good. That one's A. We'll call that A. You're keeping track of which one's which, right? Burger A. Yes. <laughs> Burger A is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, should I rate it now? No, eat uh, the second eat one, the second and one then first. tell us which one you like best. Yeah, wash it down. I gotta clear my palate. Yeah. Dang, that was loud. You also, you tell us which one you like best, cause you're a human like us. Me? Yeah. So, so here's the secret. Well, we we spent all of season one as you kind of enjoy your bites. Um, we spent all of season one, you know, you feeding me vegan food, mm-hmm. and it's been well known now that I don't partake in the the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> So Why I look at this burger, alive? I see, you know, your classic tomatoes and pickles and, and all mushrooms. that kind of stuff. I'm like, mm. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they gave me the wrong burger because the one I ordered did not have mushrooms. So bonus. It's, okay. yeah, it's a bonus. bonus. <laughs> Who's going to complain? Oh, no, you yeah. threw it in. <laughs> you threw it in. <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra mushrooms. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I guess some people don't like mushrooms, yeah. but whatever. Mm, this one's good, right. too. Let's hear all right, it. So let's, let's hear the results. The first one I would give a two out of three. Okay. Uh, this one probably a, a three out of three. Mm. So this one's so better. You know the best. This one's better, yeah. This one's better. What what about yeah, it is better? Winner. More flavor on this one. Okay. And the fake cheese. I don't know. It. He knew it was fake cheese. You know what? I told a guy no cheese because I wanted it to be both plain burgers. Yeah. And then when I came and picked up the burger, he was like, I added some cheese in there for you. Uh, as like a bonus, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I asked for no cheese. <laughs> so we knew the fake cheese would be a giveaway. So, mm-hmm. so it turns out this one's from where? So this one is from meat. It's actually vegetarian. Oh, could you this, tell? This I could this, tell this, actually. This one, yeah. this okay. one's but meat. it's good. This one's like, from meat. And this one is fr- this one's from meat, and this one's from Save on Meats. This one's from Save on Meats. Mm-hmm. So this one is has this a, a veggie cheese? burger? No, this is a regular burger. Oh, okay. I was gonna and say that tastes exactly yeah. like a. <laughs> Oh, see, we only yeah. need this prevail. Yeah, but I will try it later for for those of you guys. Like, and it, so it looks really enough like meat that meat meat on in Gastown is delicious. But we really wanted to represent um, Save on Meats because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into the whole spiel. Just Google them. They're doing some really really great work. Um, pretty much proceeds that go to Save on Meats go to feed others in need. So they've got like a and tally of like how many people they've helped feed and it's really high so if you ever crave a burger that's just like your regular delicious diner style burger go to save on meats they're doing some great stuff and yeah it goes I just, to a good cause i do like a good diner though yeah. there's there's mm-hmm. like the i live in coquitlam cool. there's like no diners there almost no diners now if you run a diner in coquitlam let me know <laughs> um feel free <laughs> um but before we get too far away uh, I do also have an announcement. This is new for, I guess, Dan as well. But our producer, it's her birthday tomorrow. So if you guys are watching this live, please leave a happy birthday comment to Giselle. Make sure it's straight to Giselle. We want we to well, show her some love. you can say happy birthday, producer lady. Producer lady, two words, space in the middle. No dash? We don't like to give her a name. It just makes her feel too special. Yes. Yeah, so just make producer sure. lady. And if you're listening <laughs> later on the podcast, Stop what you're doing, like just, you know, be safe, park to the side, and then go on Facebook, find, find this episode, and then wish her a belated happy birthday. There you go. So, so that's what we want everybody to do. <laughs> um, so, so Dan, for those that you know, I mean, obviously we're live on, on air right now, but we do have a podcast, so people yep. make sure you're subscribing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we do post teasers and stuff on our Instagram as well, Facebook, Twitter, which one am I missing? YouTube. Um, other networky thingies. Uh, Launch Academy HQ for all of that. So make sure you're following us all of that there, especially the next two weeks on Instagram. 
Um, at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit about a, a, a new project that we're going to be doing in preparation for the next episode. Sweet. I know nothing about this. <laughs> You're the one who plot. What? Forget okay. it. We're, we're not going to have this debate on air. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this a schnick? No, it's not a schnick. <laughs> this is real. This is why I pick fights with Sam. All right, All let's right, go back let's, to let's, our, let's focus, though. our special guest, Dan. So, so v, like, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about VR and AR, um, but like, it's actually one of the leading tech hubs now in terms of the technology sector. Um, I'm reading the stats here, and it's 150,000 people driven more than 2.3 billion in revenue for the province itself. Yeah. Um, that's that's some crazy statistics for for something that you know wouldn't be something that people normally think about. And right now, there's over 150 VR AR companies. And I know you know we'll go go a little bit further into that in the in the future. But you're expecting a lot more even in the year to come. Yeah, it's actually 250, 250. plus now. Yeah. In Vancouver. In Vancouver. It's crazy. But and that's like skyrocketed. What was it like three years ago? Three years ago, 15. Yeah. yeah. So. That's nuts. But let's let's kind of get back into the very beginning. Like what. How did you get involved? I guess first with tech and then and then VR. Like, what did you study and like kind of your journey up? Yeah, so um, went to school for business uh, and then um, got my degree in uh, that. And then uh, what brought me to Vancouver actually was going to Vancouver Film School, and I took a program called Entertainment Business Management. Had no clue uh, which angle I really wanted to go. I was just like, ah, it'll take me to Vancouver, so see how it goes. And um, Turns out that I didn't get into the film industry because uh, I knew early on within a few months that uh, film wasn't for me, but it really kind of um, got me to understand more on the entertainment business side of things. And it was uh, kind of a good step uh, to understand what I really wanted to do. But um, what got me into tech was just uh, by accident. Like I had no <laughs> clue I wanted to get into tech. and started working for a few companies and um, one that really stuck was uh, working with Momentus and uh, I helped them uh, le build out their business development um, side of their company and really help uh, mm -hmm. you know get them to work with companies like Lululemon we we're working oh, cool. with um, you know some of the biggest brands in the world uh, building uh, technology solutions for them and that's really when I started getting this love for technology and mm -hmm. seeing how we could actually you know, help companies out, how we can um, empower people. Yep. And they sent me to this conference called Mobile World Congress yep. back in 2014 or in 20 2014 in Barcelona. Oh, fun. And I think I have a friend going this year. It's soon, Oh, really? Right? What's that? It's, it's one of the biggest soon. conferences in the world. It's mad. It's too, it's Ashton too big almost. Going. Oh, Ashton's yeah. going. Yeah. Hi, Ashton. Shout out to Ashton. Hey, Ashton. I don't know you, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I put on my first VR headset and it was this profound experience where I was just like, wow, holy shit, this is going to change the world. Am I allowed to swing on here? Sorry. Yeah, you yeah. I just have to add the little E at the bottom. <laughs> um, and it was just weird because it was just this normal, it was this painting app in VR. And normally if, you know, doing such a monotonous task, it's... Yeah. It's not a great experience, but doing it in VR, and I was excited to, you know, sweep the floor or wash the dishes. And this is what humanity has done too. Something clicked in my brain. I was like, "This is technology that's really gonna, you know, take over, and it's gonna be the future." So I brought the technology back to our company, and we built the products there. It was towards uh, real estate, uh, but it was super ahead of its time, and no one was really wanting to kind of take it on so it the product failed and from there I was just like okay hmm, how do I um, kind of get more into this technology because I knew Momentos was looking at um, kind of the full ecosystem in mm -hmm. tech uh, I wanted to focus more on just VR and AR and how I could uh, build up that technology and how I can empower uh, different people to use it to mm -hmm. you know use it as a practical solution to solve problems so um I found Archiact, which was, um, which is a gaming company, and I, I just talked to the CEO. I was like, you know what, you guys have this great technology, you have a great team, and I think uh, we can really kind of build out the enterprise um, side of things. And I helped uh, that company grow from 
there were like 20 at that time and now we're, they're one of the bigger uh, VR AR players in the industry. So they're about 120 now. Mm-hmm. What are they um, mostly known for? They're mostly known for VR games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like what's their ha- top game? Uh, they just announced a game called Evasion. Okay. And um, that one's done with uh, Intel and they're getting some great um, reviews and uh, some buzz around that. So Sweet. I'm excited for them. Yeah. Cool. And so how did that lead you to the VRARA? How was that? How did that come up? Yeah, so shortly kind of uh, when I first started at Archiact, I was like, we have a great community here. There was a meetup group called uh, Van VR, and they were really kind of uh, great for the independent uh, developers and uh, some of the, <coughs> um, you know, some of the early stage companies as well. And I was thinking like there there wasn't really anything kind of focusing on how to scale businesses, how to help companies accelerate growth and how to tap into, you know, getting them to understand how to talk to investors and things like that. And um, I I saw that there was an association that had, I think they at that time they had probably about 15 chapters and um, I approached them to start a Vancouver chapter and when I was talking to the president of the VR Air Association, I was like, you know, Vancouver has all the tools, right? Because uh, they have the great video games industry, mm-hmm. VFX and film have been um, one of the top industries here yeah. in a lot for a long time. And uh, they're like, where is Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally think they uh, thought we all lived in igloos and said, yep. hey, you're all, not all at this. all on the VR Air map. <laughs> <laughs> they had no clue where, where were you? on the map so I was like okay. yeah and I was like yeah dude, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely surprise you and I think mm-hmm. um, the exciting thing was uh, you know we were able to build a team out uh, of leaders within the industry yeah back then there was only like 15 companies and and uh, since then it's just the momentum is carried and the and the buzz around the city has been um, something I never expected at all starting wow. this association chapter cool and then how does how does someone actually like get involved with that now like with the vrara vancouver uh i would say joining uh we take members from students up up to corporate companies okay so getting involved uh, as a member going to events uh being a part of the vr air hub here at launch academy um Mm -hmm. you know getting a seat there going to these events that we're building and workshops and that's really how you get involved just getting out there and uh, meeting people and um, integrating yourself into the community. Mm-hmm. And you, would you recommend starting even pre-product or like you mentioned students, right? Like yeah. when is a good time for, you know, them touching in and what types of students are generally more drawn to, to the association? Yeah. Any, I, I would say uh, get into it as quick as possible. Um, if you have a, an interest in this technology, um, yeah, just, start start now because mm-hmm. we're not quite there yet we're still a couple of years away from this being a technology that's mm-hmm. ubiquitous and uh you know there's a lot of tools there's um, our association there's um you know government programming and and things like mm-hmm. that will which will be able to help uh these these students be able to get into the industry as well um and you know once I, I think that's one of our big focuses is focusing on education and mm-hmm. getting more students involved and getting uh, folks from out, outside of Canada to look into, um, you know, setting up shop here in Vancouver mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be running into a bit of a talent shortage. Uh, I think about 30,000 jobs will be available it, by 2021. So it's going to be it's going to be um, pretty pretty uh, crazy actually we, we need yeah. to you know look at building programs from the grassroots and uh the education side is uh, something that we really want to focus on yeah for sure and I, I mean like i've seen this happen you know not not too many times but once or twice now right like you mentioned mobile world congress i've mentioned on the show before prior to this like i was deeply involved with mobile developers and stuff like that so so we did actually run a developer conference at nwc hmm. um but it was very much like this at the beginning of the iPhone, right? Everybody's like, nobody's going to build apps on here. Nobody's going to use it for this or that. Or like, like the idea, like when people started building games for, for the iPhone or, or not just iPhones, but like any smartphone, people yeah. are like, 
other than snake or, or um whatever the brick breaker on on the black rat i don't know yeah. you Love have no it. idea what i'm talking about what? no you Come do <laughs> i'm giving her less credit than she's known for I but did grow up under a rock <laughs> she did go under a rock um but like the concept of like oh yeah like we have that's what playstations are for that's what like that's what nintendos are for like yeah. why would we play games on our phone right so yeah. It has very much that kind of same vibe, and I don't have a better term for it than that. And yeah. then one day we're just gonna wake up, and it's just gonna be this this normal thing. Like, yeah, yeah you didn't get a job in VR, like too bad. Like, kind of, kind of yeah, like you just missed it. We're waiting for that fart app yeah. uh, moment. You know, remember uh, on yeah. the iPhone, it was that fart app um, app that got out there, and it took the world by storm. And that's when people <laughs> started downloading apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, as an industry, VR AR um, is quite there yet uh, the content isn't um, compelling enough for people to jump into the technology or you know put download an app an AR app on their phone or to buy a VR headset how so is it doing right now in like the enterprise level where like obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk about VR mm-hmm. being used for training and yeah. for educational purposes like where are we now and how do you see that growing do you see that being one of the most influential like kind of ways that we can use VR? Yeah, so enterprise is really going to drive the technology and it's being used on many fronts right now. Uh, It's being used in surgical simulations, so doctors can actually uh, put on a headset and operate on a human body without actually having to make mistakes on a real human. Uh, So there's that. And then, you know, you see training from uh, companies like Lamazoo, who's doing, uh, you know, mining training and mining simulations. and that's already being used in these uh, type of environments. And then Walmart uh, just deployed, I think, about seventeen thousand headsets to their um, to their staff around the world wow. to be able to uh, you know train before they get into um, a Walmart. So it's uh, it's going to be a part of our everyday lives. And really, what's going to drive the technology is is that is a practical application of mm-hmm. this technology. Yeah. Is that that to me is what made the most sense like yeah. even the first time i was introduced to vr was actually because of you i mean i went to a conference and that's where i met dan and i was there and it was my first kind of introduction to the vr industry i had never even played a vr game i played a few and then dan invited me to archaic to go and test out a bunch of their games and i played that like google drawing game oh tilt brush yes and it was like it was mind-blowing yeah <laughs> I was like, oh my God, if this was available to me when I was a kid, like developing like my creative side, it would have been crazy. And then obviously, even after playing the games and everything, I played a couple like shooting ones and quest ones. And I was like, eh, like I think this is is more exciting if I can use it to kind of A, be more creative or learn. And and the whole application in the medical industry is so exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I just hope that like, I mean, I don't know where we are right now. Like, how common is it that this is... Is this being used in medical school? Yeah, it's being used everywhere. Uh, It's not ever... Like, it's not uh, quite ubiquitous, but Mm -hmm. on the enterprise side, yeah, a lot of hospitals are using it. A lot of um, medical organizations are using it. It's being used for uh, PTSD patients to tap into, uh, you know, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And and then also... um, yeah, like a training simulation. That's kind of the biggest, um, biggest use cases right now. And then uh, almost every industry is using yeah. it. Real estate's using it to visualize yep. spaces. Do you think we'll use it and... soon for, um, like, learning how to drive? I think that would be really cool. Having a also VR experience. A, of... a, l- a little bit scared, but go no, on. No, I mean, but obviously driving is different. But, like, to get, like, say, like, a completely new yeah. driving yeah. student just comfortable with everything. But I prefer it to like a written test. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but soon, soon you won't be need to learn yeah. how to drive, right? We're going to have autonomous cars and there's going to be robots driving us. I'm going to have <laughs> Elon Musk pick me up in some crazy <laughs> jet. That's going to be my transportation future. You'll, you'll live on Mars potentially, right? 2030, oh that's the... I think that's the timeline. Yeah. So, so one of the things that, and, and I've been on air before, and, and this is where I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong, as, as not seeing VR as picking up as fast as, as I thought it should have. Yeah. And, and I think, and, and my whole thing was like, 
and now I'm really dating myself is like I point back to the Virtual Boy. Do you remember that Nintendo oh, one? Oh yeah. And and yeah. and then so so that that thing at the time yeah. when they started you know throwing it on commercials like on YTV and all that stuff like when I pick YTV, one up oh my God. when I pick you one up really at the when I pick it up <laughs> at the store right like and then I see like this like like eight bit like super mario it's like man it's just super mario only even no colors and like i gotta wear this stupid goggle thing yeah and it was red and yeah I think, um, it was ridiculous got uh, these weird um flashes yeah in their eyesight yeah so between so that and the fact that i have to pay more for 3d movies at at you know movie the movie theater like i think that kind of gave me like a, a turn off and and so to me, one of the biggest kind of roadblocks is like the the physical the the goggles or devices or whatever you call them. Yeah. What do you see as kind of like the biggest kind of roadblock from it being, as you put it, ubiquitous? It's definitely uh, the the technology. So yeah, the headsets. Uh, in order for people to want to use it every day, it's got to look like sunglasses or uh, something that's um, not as intrusive, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, right now, it looks mm -hmm. too bulky. It's dorky. And, you know, it's taking up so much space in your home and it's, it's super expensive. So that needs, so price needs to go down as well. Um, and then also the content just really sucks right now for most of it. Like I won't go into a VR experience for mm. more than about an hour because mm. I haven't really picked up anything that really makes me want to use it all the time. Mm -hmm. But that's going to change, right? We need to figure out what that content is. Um, what that killer content is mm -hmm. basically is what uh, the whole industry is looking for and um, a use case that will really um, kind of drive people towards that technology and if you remember the mobile days uh, you know it took a while right yep. uh, there was a Palm Pilot there was a Blackberry or even before that it was just like the brick yeah. phones right the, so the Nokia E series yeah and uh, it's gonna take <laughs> you just gave me a look there name drop and stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to be proud I remember of. that <laughs> wow you're really old man i'm really old <laughs> and he looks really young and i have no idea how he eats zero vegetables <laughs> well he's asian we, us asians we never oh, age it's yeah. it's it's the products I'll, t I'll share my list with you later my three-step process <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're sorry um yeah so the the main thing is uh, content, price, and um, the the headsets itself. Mm -hmm. So I think once that goes down, and we're pretty close, I, I would say about uh, a few years we'll start seeing um, things really change, and mm -hmm. we'll see um, something that will you know get people like the average Joe onto the technology. Mm -hmm. So uh, Apple is going to be releasing something in twenty twenty one. As, as most, uh, you know, in most technologies and, and, um, is that a Dan bomb exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> quote it, quote Don't it. Don't quote me on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shout out to my media buddies, write an article about this. <laughs> uh, no, it's kind of everywhere right now. They're, they're saying, yeah, there's, they're scheduled for 2021. Uh, if things go well yep. and a lot of the other companies are following suit, but, uh, they've mostly said at, with, um, with uh, Apple, they always take that wait and see approach, right? So they're really building something that's going to be meaningful, and it's going to be, I think, AR, um, where yep. um, they'll have AR glasses, and you'll be able to walk around and integrate, or it'll integrate with the world mm -hmm. around you. Yeah, yeah, that's what's really exciting. AR is yeah. so exciting. Yeah. of the fact that mm -hmm. yeah, I can be in my in my own environment, yeah, but it's enhanced with all the the information. And, and technology that I would like. So yeah. for me, it's like Google that's, Maps. That's is, I'm so excited for Google Maps. It's going to change staycation into a new new realm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody just goes anywhere anymore. Because on honestly, my biggest constraint with the VR goggles is I was looking at this article the other day about like immersive like film experiences where you have your VR goggle and you're watching a movie through your goggles. Yeah. Um, and my concern was, how am I supposed to eat ice cream <laughs> when I've got a headset on? It does, I can't see the bowl. That's my problem. 
can't but see the AR, <laughs> you, you could because it's just digital overlays exactly. on top of your reality so that you could still eat the ice cream. I but want the ice cream might be changing in colors or <laughs> yeah, you, know, exactly. you might be eating a penguin or something. <laughs> well, and and <laughs> if Alex has his way, shout out to Shape Immersive, the the character penguin will be climbing on top of your ice cream. So yeah. So there that's, you go. That's a um, little shout out to bring Alex. That idea to he Alex. he has that idea. That. He spends a lot of time in his ideas. He put up this post yesterday about being creative and stuff. So I'm sure he's thought of it. <laughs> he probably has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, talk so, let's talk a little bit more about the the VR AR hub now that we're talking yeah. about Alex and yeah. and where the industry is going. And yeah. So this is in the yeah. previous episode we did mention the VR AR hub and announced the launch and it's been all over social media. So I'm pretty sure everyone's aware. Um, but Things are really going to be kicking off as of January. Uh, applications are open, but let's let's see let's hear from your side what you think this hub is going to bring to the industry and why you decided to associate with it through the VRA Association. Yeah, so we're excited to partner with Launch Academy on the VRAR hub because with um, where the industry is at right now, uh, we really need to focus on community and you know the organization that has been really kind of killing it in that space and really being cultivating community and growth has been Launch Academy. And it was kind of a no brainer for us. And, you know, when we had that opportunity basically um, come to us, we're, we thought, um, you know, with what, what the industry needs, especially on the early stage side, uh, you know, the one to two men shops or women shops, mm-hmm. um, or, um, you know, this like five to 10, uh, folk shops. I, I think that's really what uh, needs the help the most because there's a lot of these companies that really uh, need mentorship mm-hmm. on how to scale a business, how to accelerate their growth. How do how do you talk to investors? And Launch Academy already has that infrastructure in place, mm-hmm. and being able to integrate the VR AR community into that uh, is only gonna o- only gonna help drive the growth in this city. Yeah. And we're, we're really excited to be able to tailor our program to VIR companies because, I mean, we're here to help entrepreneurs, but there's always been a bit of a constraint with that industry just because it does require the right equipment and it does require really specific kind of mentors, yeah. right? So that's where we lacked. And then having this opportunity to grow that and have a program that's able to tailor to include the VR industry is yep. is really exciting and I, and I think like one thing so I spent the last couple of days we've started talking to, to you know people who have been interested in joining the hub and things like that mm-hmm. um, and it's a breath of fresh air in the sense of, of creativity and what I mean by that is is I mean traditionally for launch Academy and I say that traditionally we've been around for six years and not it's not that long yeah. um, but but we we get a lot of career <laughs> changes people who you know work in the field um, and then they see a problem in, let's say, their industry, and they, they can't stand it anymore, and they want to solve it. And, and generally speaking, these people can be ex-accountants, ex-developers, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, when it comes to VR, what I'm seeing is a lot of, lot of ex-animators, ex-film yeah. people, ex-entertainment people. And these people, like, they, you know, when their parents were telling them, they're like, go to school, be a doctor, you know, all the kind of more traditional things. They're like, no, screw this, I'm going to be creative. So the fun and people. Exactly. Exactly. I well, I PC. No offense that. to I all PC'd of our mentors. I PC that, but, but <laughs> you know, Shadi just went there. Um, but but just like when I started talking to them, they don't just have one idea; they have eight ideas. And you know, in business speak, that's not necessarily the greatest thing. Yeah. But but we always talk about how how startups commonly fail, and and, and you know, you want to give yourself as many chances to go into the ring as you can because that increases your odds of success. Um, and the fact that like they have these eight ideas and you know, it's just my job or our job at launch Academy here to be like, okay, focus, let's try this one. Let's have a methodical approach to how we can take it to market. Like, are you getting the right crowd? Are you getting the right audience? No, let's move on to the next one. Right. And, and we can keep doing that. But, but sometimes when it's over and over again, and this is no offense to, to, you know, people who build marketplaces, um, because we have had a ton of successful marketplaces in there, but, but it, when, when you're building like the same thing over and over again, it becomes a lot of like copy paste, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people who've tried to attack the job market. So they build job marketplaces and some, you know, they're very successful and they have their own niche, yeah. but it's very difficult when there's already four or five major players out there 
And you, where do you start? You start off by, well, they have this basic function. I'm going to copy that function versus, you know, everything is, everything's kind of clean slate right now. Yeah. And those, so there's like a freshness and a creativeness to, to, you know, what these folks are building. Um, and so that, that was what was getting yeah. me excited yesterday when I was just on the phone talking to, I, I can't even remember who there was, but two or three calls that I did yesterday. Um, but just, just the way they're able to stretch the imagination. Some of them are contractors right now and yeah. they'll be like working with, with, um, I don't know, a certain new channel or, or I don't know, a media company and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, they're making that push to, to push the industry forward from, from that angle too. Yeah. It's going beyond anything we've ever known. Exactly. And our job to take something that's going beyond anything we've ever known and find a market fit and find a way to hopefully make money. I thought you were going to quote Buzz Lightyear there. Not like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a challenge for yeah. us. It's going to be, it's an exciting challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. And I think uh, with the VR, AR creators and entrepreneurs, getting to rub shoulders with uh, some of the other folks that are already here is going to be important, right? Yeah. You're going to see these very organic, uh, you know, uh, type of relationships that build out of just being at Launch Academy. So <laughs> I think uh, for VR AR companies, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, to get uh, advice from like you folks um, and uh, to also get advice from companies who have been through that um, stage before. And I love the whole uh, visa, um, the visa program yep. that you guys have where you're bringing international companies into uh, Launch Academy and get, getting them situated here. So I think, um, you know, with a lot of the VR, AR um, energy ar around the world, um, that we'll be able to, you know, set some of these guys up uh, over here as well. So yeah, and we're excited. Like, like Dan said, right, like one of the things that I always talk about Vancouver, and obviously I'm biased because we, we grew up here, right? But but like the games industry has always been strong. Like people are so surprised when I go out of town um, that like Electronic Arts was based here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they're always surprised. I'm like, yeah, they're big. They're big campuses here. Yeah, that here. flies under the radar. But well, it's, it's, be it's because they're in deal. Burnaby, honestly yeah. speaking. Yeah. But it's because they need that much that much space, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you already mentioned the film film school. Like all the stuff is is being filmed here. I don't know if you guys watch The Flash, but it's super annoying when they're filming all the time. And trying to drive in downtown here <laughs> and flash yeah. is trying to save our world once again <laughs> i'm just trying to get to work <laughs> can you save the world later yeah <laughs> just go back in time you you can run through time man like yeah no the um, film industry is is also a yeah. pretty obvious application um i just don't know how that looks right now yeah Do you have anything still, to say about that it's still early yeah. um there's a lot of 360 content coming but they're still mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to make that content compelling and yeah. and uh something that people will watch as opposed to going to a uh, flat screen um, well the last time i put on a headset i it was a friend of mine who um made me watch like the 360 trailer of that movie that just came out free solo with that climber mm. who j climbed el cap with no rope which is insane and they did 360 videos and then you can actually watch it through a headset and it's amazing because you can just turn around and look down and look up and it feels like you're there with him. And so if you have like vertigo or if you're scared of heights, like terrible, but so fun if you're not. Um, and I thought that was really amazing. Yeah, VR is very good at, um, you know, kind of el or taking you out of your body mm -hmm. and um, feeling empathy for someone else. So you can mm -hmm. be in the shoes of mm -hmm. that climber. Mm -hmm. Or um, one, one cool experience was, um, walking in the footsteps of a Syrian refugee. Oh, wow. wow. And that, that was actually one of the first experiences uh, in a 360 movie I saw. And it was uh, pretty profound when you go through that and you feel like you're there and you're mm -hmm. just like, you mm -hmm. feel this in, uh, instant empathy to these people. And mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that's where we're going to see VR even elevate even more is that type of content. That's amazing. Um, mm -hmm you know, immersing people in things that they would never see or the people that they would never meet, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, you look at everything that's happening in the States. Uh, if you, A lot of the people down south, you know, a lot of them don't even um, have a passport mm -hmm. or have never left their country. What if you put a he uh, VR headset on them mm -hmm. and show them, you know, parts yeah. of Africa or show them different parts of the world? It, 
might change their views on how the world yeah. outside of their state is. So yeah, I think totally. that's where um, I'm excited with uh, that narrative that, content. Yeah, and then that loops right back to like just education and like yeah. National Geographic needs to get on that. Yeah. Oh, they're already on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Oh, What's that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, what? Hello. Cool. Um, but um, I guess I'll end on this question: Is uh, what what's kind of one use case that you see right now that nobody's talking about that I, you think you know any any of the R's, XR, MR, Star R, whatever. Star. Um, I like that. One. That nobody <laughs> is thinking about right now, but it's just gonna come up right under them, and they're gonna be like, oh. If I knew that, I might be a rich person, <laughs> uh, and I wouldn't tell you guys. <laughs> so he does know. <laughs> I think the stuff uh, Alex is working on is very interesting. The cloud, um, the cloud infrastructure for AR. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of people are tackling that. Sixty dot AI is, um, but there's not yeah. a ton of people. Kind mm-hmm. of so that. if for everybody listening, um, Google shape immersive. Definitely. We can probably leave a link. Yeah. We have that technology. Pretty amazing. And um, I was talking to Alex about it, and he, so he, obviously, I'm not a techie person, so he had to really explain what he was doing to me. To me. That he was doing. Oh, what was he doing to you? <laughs> Nothing. He was just speaking. <laughs> okay. Him and his, him and his mind this game. Yeah. Yeah. very quick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went into detail about how all of this is going to work, and then. My ba- my first reaction was like, wow, you're really entering this market super early. And he was like, yeah, really early. Yeah. But it's going to happen. Like, yeah. it's going to come around. We're going to get to that point. Yeah. And then he's going to be the person there It'll ready the to provide the data needed to, to create these experiences. So, so Google yeah. Shape Immersive. So really what we'll do is, you know, we'll look back at this video, you know, two years, three years from now, and we'll go back and do this. So Alex, I would like shapeimmersive.com to be on this burger right here. <laughs> and we'll go back and we'll edit it out and, and it'll just kind of curve in. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so, so we, we, we give you a plug there. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, before we kind of wrap up, um, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Or any announcements? Or any announcements? Uh, I'd like to shout out my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey. Hi, Dan's mom. Hey, there's only one mom on this show. <laughs> I actually don't think she's <laughs> watching. <laughs> well, we'll make sure she watches. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Shade's mom. Make sure you tell Dan's mom to watch. My mom will not be watching. <laughs> I, I think the, the shout out is just uh, to the whole VR AR community. We're excited uh, of the growth. Um, we're excited to be in Launch Academy. I think working with... Uh, the whole team here already has been amazing and it's only gonna it's gonna mean big really big things for 2019 and um yeah basically i think uh, we have an event uh, partnered partnered with uh, awe uh, which is happening on tuesday so if you're around oh i think it might be sold out Oh. Um, <laughs> plugging mind. a sold out event Plug don't come please don't come <laughs> go to the next one <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. just uh, keep up to date with uh, our social media and um, our twitter we're very active what on is, there what's the, what's the plugin for that uh, so it's uh, VRARA um, underscore Vancouver um, underscore that's Vancouver. our twitter and, uh, and they do not have a LinkedIn well. page and today I was talking to, to Alex about that I'm like you guys need a LinkedIn page. So now they do because I inspired them to make one. I thought Alex was going to ask you. I'm going to take all <laughs> credit for this. So every time you, you have a you post, have a LinkedIn page. Yeah. You every time one. they have a post now, Shadi's just going to comment like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I just can never tag them on LinkedIn. And well, we have our global uh, yeah. LinkedIn, so we kind of tie into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, we I think uh, with everything that's happening with our chapter and how fast we're growing, mm-hmm. we definitely need a LinkedIn page yeah. and probably our own website at some point. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm so yeah, make make sure you follow them on Twitter. It was VRARA underscore Vancouver. So you mm-hmm. get up to date on all the latest uh, all the latest events that they host there. You don't necessarily have to be a member for some of those events or no, some you, are. Some you don't are. have to be a member. Um, and most of the tools that we have, uh, you know, we try to um, give access to the whole community, awesome. and especially through the VRAR hub and uh, some of the workshops and and uh, events that we do. Um, it's even free, so oh, wow. um, we just want people to connect with the community and figure out how how um, they can kind of wrap their heads around it. 
Cool. So yeah, the one on Tuesday, I believe, I guess, is sold out. But yeah. stay tuned to our channel, Launch Academy HQ, his, uh, his channel at uh, the VRA area. And, uh, it's a it's a tongue it's twister. It's a tongue twister yeah. every time. VRARA underscore Vancouver. I just say VRARA. Some people get it. It starts to be grunting sounds. There is stuff happening today and tomorrow in the space. So the VRA hub is partnering with Circuit Stream. Cool. And they're doing tons of workshops today and tomorrow. So I believe if you, if you just Google Circus Stream yep. Vancouver, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Um, if you're interested in any of that and learning how, what are they teaching? Um, mobile applications? Yeah. Yeah, um, and then yep. uh, they're teaching Magic Leap as well. So cool. um, you'll have access to that headset, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, so if you're interested in that, sign up. Might be a bit too late for today, but maybe tomorrow for yeah. the workshop for tomorrow. For sure. Yeah. Um, so one other thing that, you know, when we were prepping the show and in all honesty for you guys, yes, we do prep the show. We don't just show up here and it might blabber. sound like it. Unfortunately. It, does, it does sound like it. We spend like a solid, you know, eight minutes probably. <laughs> and, and we were going through the, okay, so, so what, what can we talk about with Dan? Like, like what I, and obviously you and Shadi go way back, but I'm kind of, you know, out in the blue. And one of the mm-hmm. things came up is you have this impeccable fashion sense. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know what it's just, I mean, look, I why, look, look at him. This is why Dan's mom needs to watch this episode because <laughs> we are blowing up your son. Um, but He's perfect. But one of, one of the things that, that Shadi and I have probably spent probably this whole year talking about is like, I've always wanted to like change my hair. And it sounds really mm-hmm. weird to say this, but like. What's wrong with your hair? Just, I like just it. plain, boring. And, and so, so Shadi was like, Dan's hair is amazing. And, yeah. and, and it I is mean, like, Dan is like also, also a shape <laughs> shifter. So what I did, and I, I apologize in advance, <laughs> is I borrowed some of your old hairstyles. So I want you to tell me what my next hairstyle should Uh-oh. be. So, so we're just going to take a second here, um, and we're going to pull them up on <laughs> oh screen. <God>. But I got it out of the order. Um, if, if you're <laughs> insulted, it's Shade's fault. So I don't really we're, we're get still cool. Uh, take so, no so take a look at this one first. See what you think. <laughs> so this one is the flows. <laughs> that Anybody actually looks, that looks great on you. So yeah, it's not, it's not bad. So for yeah. those watching, it will load up on your screen. <laughs> and for those that are listening, we do have a photo of me in some very Someone's nice got some locks. good Photoshop skills. So this was courtesy of producer, producer lady. lady. Oh, okay. Producer lady. Good job. Is that, is that one up now? Like, yeah. Okay, can we switch Incredible. to the next one? Okay, when was we're, this? Like a couple years ago, maybe? I don't know. All right. Oh, that, yeah. That was, uh, so so let's move on to the next three, one. Three what about the comb over? Comb over is sort of what you have going on right now. Oh, I can a little, see, I can a see little the bit. Comb over, yeah. I, I, I like <laughs> that look. I can't wait for AR to just like do this for me. Like this is too much work. Um, can we move on to the next one? All right, this one, this one was a office favorite, the man bun. The man bun, <laughs> or as we like to call it, the Dan bun. The Dan bun, the Dan bun girl. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, and we have one more, which uh, Shadi and I have different names for, but it's the cool guy tips. <laughs> that by far, I think that's your new hairstyle, hundred percent frosted tips. That's like, and you're this, gonna be the guy like that a, brings it back. Too, the the yeah. whole Nick Carter thing back. Nineties is in again, right? Like, <laughs> let's bring it back. And this is yeah. the second time I've mentioned that. the Backstreet Boys this season, so let's see if we can make that an ongoing theme. I challenge you to bring it back. Bring the, the tips back. The tips. So I, that, I think we start a GoFundMe campaign and, and make so, that happen. So, oh, man. Well, <laughs> well, we'll see what the comments say. Um, leave a comment if you guys are watching this live or afterwards. One, two, three, four. Which one I should go with next? Maybe if I get enough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Will Ray fund if my hair? Get, if we get two comments. Two comments? <laughs> two comments? What? It's going to be my mom and I commenting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if, if Shade's mom is out here watching, I yeah. would like her advice. Yeah, okay. I would, I would sincerely like her advice on what, what <laughs> I should do. Or it could stay the same. You know, same as Dan said, same is good. Um, so I, I, I take all of that. I, I take all of that. No, it is, no I, said, I said you need the frosted tips. <laughs> the frosted tips. The funny thing is, 
is is I did dye my hair for the first time in my life in like one of our episodes way back in April, and it lasted for like three weeks, and then it was gone. <laughs> It was, it was like a that. yeah, like nobody even noticed, and then it was gone. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you very much for for so much enjoyment and yeah. uh, for, for coming me. on the show. Um, do you have any other announcements for us? In no, terms of that was it. The only announcement you stole away from me is happy birthday, producer lady. And um, my doorbell keeps ringing. <laughs> and yeah, it's super happy to have you on the show, Dan. I'm excited to see you around the office more and more now with the VR Air Hub. And um, we'll keep giving you guys shout-outs. Excited. Awesome. Thank so, you so much for having me. And uh, we're excited to be a part of this whole Launch Academy ecosystem. So, And we'll anyway, have more we VR guests to come. We'll be the first podcast that's AR applicable or something like that. That's yeah. a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> we just made that up. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> hey, who knows? If, if you're working in the space, you want to work with podcasts, I'm super game. Um, but one last announcement. So we're going to have our next episode um, in two weeks' time, mm-hmm. and Shade, when we were her, me and her were discussing, we came up with this kind of crazy concept. So I don't know if you're a fan of James Corden or, or Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, he they recently came out with a video talking about Mark Wahlberg's 4 a.m. workout club, and so somehow Shade has convinced me not to work out. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to attempt to wake up at 4 a.m. for the entire week. And so stay tuned on our yeah. Instagram channel, especially wow. Launch Academy Good HQ on our live. <laughs> um, we're going to be posting on there all the way up. And we're going to yeah. talk about the results um, on the next episode with our guest. Yeah. Um, Alex from Landfall. Alex Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And the spoiler alert is he's also agreed to do this with yes. us. So this challenge <laughs> is we really want to see how productive we could be if we wake up at 4 a.m. every day Everyone's for a whole week. Sleeping. And how much can you get done? Because we all agree that nothing productive happens after 8 p.m. No, we don't all agree that. I agree that nothing productive <laughs> happens after 8 p.m. I think you're going to find out so we don't have that much production. We all have to report back in a week, so stay tuned on everything we got done in that 4 a.m. week. And I'm really excited for everybody's report. I'm really dreading it. <laughs> and Ale- Alex Benjamin is fully in. It's and fully it was in. funny because... We just threw it out there as like, let's see if maybe he's in too. And Sam was like, he was not going to be in. And I messaged him on Facebook. Oh, and then he was bet. like, sounds fun. I'm in. That was his response. <laughs> Gotta love him. All right. So, so thank you very much for tuning in. We did go a little long today, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again, Dan. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. See ya. Are we live? <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs>